Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to Impact's Job Talk. And um, we have a topic today that we wanted to talk about that we think will probably apply to a lot of people in the in the current uh, situation that we're finding ourselves in with COVID and and the job market the way that it is. Uh, so I'm here with uh, our owner um, Matt Peel. How are you doing today, Matt? Hey, Mark. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Um, I, I think that this is going to be a great topic to talk about today. Uh, like I said, I think a lot of people will probably find this very useful and might find themselves in this particular situation is what do you do if you're underemployed? Um, so uh, I'll, I'll throw it over to you first. Maybe you can uh, kind of define and describe to you what you think that would mean for most people to be underemployed. Underemployed is the capacity to do more uh, coupled with the desire to learn more. Uh, and that's really what underemployed means. Is there a situation at your current job that, um, is not challenging or utilizing you to your fullest abilities. Yep. Uh, so that could be maybe because you're not getting enough hours. Uh, maybe you're just working part-time, but you'd like to work full-time. Uh, or maybe you're working in a role where you feel like you could do more uh, than what you're doing right now. Uh, so maybe you have more skill than what the job requires. Uh, or maybe you're just working full-time and just not making what you think you should be making. So I think that's where we could come in and, and help folks out in, in some aspects. Sure. Um, so with those three different types of underemployments in mind, um, what are some thoughts that you have that people should do or could do to help themselves uh, get out of that type of underemployment and into uh, something that they feel is more satisfying financially or uh, as far as challenging in the workplace? And I guess the uh, the easiest one to start with is somebody that's working part time or on a contract that uh, may be seeking, you know, a full time position or a permanent role, and that's to continue to look at opportunities outside of that current contract or project. Um, continuing to 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 look at Indeed and LinkedIn to see what type of roles are out there that um, may be uh, applicable to your your talents or interest level. Um, the other thing is is to talk to your current quote unquote contractor part time uh, employment scenario, and and ask the direct question: How's my performance been? What's the likelihood that this can be uh, more hours or full time or permanent type of role? Um, you know, people by nature are not going to try and purposely mislead you into uh, staying in a part time capacity and and knowing full well that it'll never go full-time or more hours or permanent. So they're going to be direct with you. Um, what they'll probably ask for in return is just keep me posted. If you find something, you know, please offer me a two-week professional notice. Uh, so um, most people are going to be very, very straightforward with you. And I think if you're that contractor, part-time person, asking the direct question is is prudent to understand what you're dealing with right now. Okay. And um, what's a good way to uh, talk to your current employer than if you uh want to either get into a different type of role or just get more hours um, within that current company is just sit down and talk to them? Is there something they should maybe prepare ahead of time or be aware of as they approach that type of conversation? Yeah, no doubt. That's the, the, the easier one. You're, you know, in this scenario, you're currently gainfully employed, but in an area where you want to quote unquote move out of or get into another department but don't have any experience or knowledge in that department. So the easy answer on that is invest in yourself, right? Get your, your normal 
job done. Uh, continue to excel in that area. Don't don't let your um, uh, desires to expand your skill set deter from what you're doing today. With that being said, you want to get with HR and and uh, craft a plan, right? If you're in IT today and you want to move into more of an engineering capacity or quality capacity, um, get connected to that quality manager and express your interests and say, can I pick up uh, extra hours, not from a pay standpoint, but extra hours from a job shadowing standpoint so I may learn the quality department and quality area. This is a passion and an interest of mine and and I'd love to, to, to shadow where I can. Uh, and what you're doing is investing in yourself, right? It will take some time. It will take, uh, you know, maybe uh, working over over lunches or coming in early or, or staying an hour late each day just to, to invest in yourself to start that training and quote unquote learning process. Um, that might be the, the fastest way to, to gain entry, especially if, you know, your, your current employer has a history of promotion from within. Yep. And uh, also look at certifications. Uh, maybe there's a type of skill that you need that you can get certified for, and that would definitely help uh, get considered for those types of roles uh, if they should come up. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, any certification is always beneficial and positive, but what you want to moreover do is build those experiences on your resume. Just in that example where somebody's trying to get out of IT into more of the quality engineering side, you want to reflect in that professional summary or in your current job. Here's what I'm doing to learn. And here's what I do know on the quality side. Here's what I do know on the process side. Uh, and here's what my work experience has been. Yep. Um, work experience does not always mean you're being paid for it, right? We use the, the word internship um, when we're uh, in college and, and trying to find that new job. But having a real life quote unquote internship with 10 years of experience at your current employer is just as valuable. Here's what I know. Here's what I've learned. Here's how I've uh, transitioned uh, my skill set into that for this purpose of this, this conversation, that quality team. And uh, I know we talk about resumes a lot, so let's kind of dig into that a little bit. Um, so if you are in a current job role where you're maybe not really doing what you want to be doing, or you're not really able to line up a bunch of skills that would be helpful for what you actually want to do. So what, how can you uh, update your resume or utilize your resume to still get the chance or get the opportunity or get your foot in the door into something that you would want to do or would be more aligned to your, maybe your college degree or something like that? Yeah, no doubt. And that, back to the professional summary, right? The, you know, currently exploring uh, opportunities in the quality department, um, leverage 10 years of successful customer service, customer support skills and IT capacity within this manufacturing environment, right? So that's your summary. And on your resume, you want to talk about what you have specifically done in that quality team within your current employer, whether it's job shadowing, whether it's learning, whether it's specific training program or, or it's type some type of certification that you talked about, Mark. You want to write your resume in alignment with what that next step is for you. And uh, I know another uh, topic that we do talk about quite a lot, uh, we'll kind of touch on it again. Um, how can you, or how can someone utilize their network uh, to their advantage? So, uh, or networking uh, if, if they don't have a wide network. So how can they utilize that uh, to get out of their un underemployment type of situation? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big advocate of LinkedIn. I'm a big advocate of 
making sure you stay connected with people you did work with, do currently work with, um, to explore new opportunities. Uh, so as you see new roles posted out there that may align better to your, your desires professionally, uh, look to your personal network to see who may be um, functioning in the same capacity you want to get into today and connect with those folks to ask about opportunities within that company to say, these are my interests in the quality area as my hypothetical example goes to see how they might be able to uh, direct and or professionally sponsor you into that, that, that organization or recommend you. Um, so that leverage of your quote unquote professional business network will pay uh, pay big dividends as you look to move from one functional area to a different department or functional area within a company. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, and um, also let's say you have, you have your college degree and whatever you have your degree in, but that's not really part of your job that you have right now. Uh, but are there some ways that maybe you can still leverage your skills that you've learned from your college degree into your current job so that you can list them on your resume and uh, kind of have that uh, background as we move forward. Yeah, they're not alone in that. There's uh, many people that have a college degree in a s- specific discipline that, you know, are operating outside of that discipline today. So it's not uncommon. It's not, uh, you're not alone, right? What we were thinking about doing in our 20s is certainly uh, not necessarily what we're doing today. So um, the degree is is beneficial to say I've completed my degree. Here's when it's done. But most importantly, what is it I want to do today, and how do I leverage um, those industry skills to move into that that particular area? Uh, again, back to my example: if somebody's in IT within a tier one automobile manufacturing parts manufacturer, that's great. Let's leverage what you do know from an industry standpoint as a tier one manufacturing uh, company and how those skills are applicable to a a new role, right? That knowledge, that glass is half full, not half empty. Yep. And uh, kind of to tie into that too is how can, if you don't have that relevant work experience yet, how can you still get the attention of, uh, of an employer? So I know we talked about networking could be one way, but what are... Or are there some other ways that you would suggest uh, when you're sending in that resume or applying or contacting a recruiter? Like, what's a way to get their attention so that they will consider you even if you don't have the exact work experience that that they might be looking for? Yeah, again, the best way is to to leverage connections. Um, On the recruiting side is, uh, you know, either third party like us or internal recruiting talent acquisition with a company, they're looking for keywords when searching for potential candidates. Um, The word quality, the word tier one, manufacturing, um, and the words, you know, you know, business acumen or communication may be uh, key to this particular search. So we want to make sure our professional summary reflects where our desires lie and what soft attributes or functional skills we bring to the table as we're trying to build that that technical capacity. We're going to be lighter in the technical knowledge as we're looking to move into a different role, but we're going to be stronger in that, that overall years of experience in a particular industry. So we've got to offset the two, but still make sure we're remain visible to, to that talent acquisition or recruiter that's trying to find you. Yep. Uh, and then sort of lastly, I uh, will talk about us a little bit um, and how are we able to, as a staffing agency, help somebody 
that's finding themselves in this underemployment scenario to maybe get their foot in the door into a new opportunity where uh, they can get the full hours or uh, whatever they're looking for to, to get out of their current uh, job scenario. Yeah, just as we talked about now is helping them reshape that particular resume to uh, to more accurately reflect the strengths they do have. They may be lighter in that quality engineering space like we uh, have been talking about in my hypothetical example here, but uh, to help them beef up those skills as a um, great business acumen or communicator or great knowledge or understanding of, of the industry. So uh, that's kind of the approach the recruiter will help with uh, the potential candidate, right? Reshape that resume to, to better reflect the skills they do have. Yeah, and and even if you um, are you're working in whatever field that you're working in, even if you were to take on a contract role, let's say you're in a company where you, there's no upwards movement. There's if you want to do something different, you're going to have to look for a different uh, different type of job opportunity. Uh, so to be able to take on a contract role with what you're currently doing, but with maybe a different organization where there are those opportunities to that after that once you've kind of shown off what you can do. Um, maybe move into different types of roles that may become available. So I, I think that would be one way to look at it as well, that even if the if the part-time or contract role that you're taking on with us would not be exactly what you're long-term looking for, it could lead to those types of opportunities. Absolutely. It's uh, it's one step back to take three steps forward, right? Um, Got to be flexible and, and, uh, and amenable to, to maybe a lessened role uh, either in responsibility or compensation with the desire over the next six to 12 months that my comp or skill set will, will surpass where I was at when I decided to take a step back. Um, we often use the word two-step process, right? One step back uh, for two steps forward to, to achieve your goal. And there will be some sacrifice involved in it, right? Good, bad, or indifferent, whether it be your, your time that uh, you're donating or committing to self to learn those particular skills or, or a compensation reduction in order to, to really truly find happiness or passion in the, the field or industry you're looking to do. Yep. And I think that's, that's a good conversation to have with the recruiter as well, to let them know what, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm open to taking this role, but what I'm really looking for long-term is this. Uh, and the recruiter will know the company real well. So they'll be able to kind of shed some light on, yep, yep. They do hire for, all these other types of roles as well. And that, that could be something down the road, you know, once you gain those types of skills. So I think that would be probably a good conversation to have. No doubt. They should be able to tell you, yes, this company is uh, amenable to this type of uh, scenario or no, they typically don't, you know, grow and promote from within. They typically hire from outside. So they'll be able to give you some direction on, on companies to target and, and really look at. Uh, they may provide some insight to industries you didn't think we're really on your radar. So great discussion. Yep. Uh, so again, if you're out there and you're looking to, to get out from your underemployment situation, however it may look, uh, check out our job board. We have um, uh, full-time jobs as well as a lot of par- uh, not part-time necessarily, but contract roles. Um, and um, we add new roles daily. So uh, definitely keep an eye on that and uh, share your resume with us. Um, we'll be happy to uh, talk to you and see how we may be able to help uh, visit us on impactbusinessgroup.com and uh, you'll find all of the information on there. Uh, reach out to us with any questions that you may have and uh, I will be happy to see how we can help kind of move your career forward from that point. 
Uh, so Matt, thanks again. Uh, great conversation and uh, hope to hear everybody back next time. Thank you.